happy Wednesday, everyone. Becca is off to join the remaining four guys on the infamous hometown date, yet this season, all of them seem relatively normal. Some guy in Austin and I discuss our favorite wackadoo family members of the past, since we don't have any this year. We also talk about if we think tractors are sexy, like Kenny Chesney asks us to, and we ponder if Betty Who is a distant relative of Cindy Lou Who of the Whoville Who's. And because this is the most dramatic season ever, we argue about who goes home next week and who will be the last man standing. We even have a weigh-in from Mama. She likes the shiny mobster boy. That's Jason. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 61 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast, and it is all about Becca's hometown dates. It's very exciting, sort of boring, but a lot of stuff happened. Would you agree some guy in Austin is joining me? Um, Yes, there were a couple surprises, I have to admit, Um, and a lot of stuff happened. Um, One thing we didn't see, though, was an incredibly unlikable family member. No joke. They were all normal. Pretty much. And had very good questions. Um, we'll talk about the individuals. I do have some comments on Colton's family dynamic, which I thought was a little bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, everyone seemed lovely. Well, then let's just jump in. We have four <laughs> hometown dates, and we had four jumping straddles, which was very exciting. And then we had the, the, the I don't know who it was. It might have been Colton, but he got an extra special one outside of the, um, was was it Colton or Blake that got a, got a, um, extra special one outside the high school. They had like a down angle there and she went oh, for it. Like, did she, did they like have... rib high? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think it might've been Colton. Cause if she had gone rib high, she would have knocked Blake down. Yeah, possibly. She looked like, um, looked like she was, um, one of those Lucha Libre guys, you know, jumping off the middle <laughs> rope or whatever. So, um, but she did, uh, she did give the jump and straddle evenly. I was impressed with that. Um, I thought for certain that her body language was much different with Jason, Thank which is you. why I thought he was going home. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was the opposite. I thought that's no, why no. she likes him and that's why he's going to win. No. And then I thought, um, I thought Colton got, um, severely mm-hmm. blocked by Tia, but mm-hmm. have you seen the, uh, internet conspiracy theories? I want to talk about those. Are, are those spoilers? No, 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 no. Oh. The, the internet conspiracy theory going around. And uh, again, it's your show, so just shut me up after the sentence. And it's about we'll... Colton? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to wait on that? Yeah, it's... let's let's save okay. him. Let's save him and go in order. But I'm okay. very interested. I'm very excited about it. So ooh, teaser. Garrett was first. He was. How and... did you feel about that? Did you feel like the order foretold anything or think you think it was just geography because they had to do the two Denver ones close together. (laughs) I don't think it foretold anything other than the fact that I don't know if Garrett actually knows how to run that tractor. I think it was Carlos who was on the tractor (laughs) while they were on that back bench thing. And you know, they're supposed to be planting tomatoes and they're not Mm -hmm. really planting tomatoes. They're having a conversation. So a, the tomato crop is going to be terrible next year. B it was convenient that there was that little 
bench because Becca's romper was not built for a grown woman. Um, I actually made myself laugh because you remember last week my my when we did the role play thing, I complimented Becca how well mm-hmm. she looked in her romper on in both her... dates. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure enough, um, I thought the shoes were a little uh, farm inappropriate. <laughs> um, she could have been given the notice, you know, hey, wear something uh, you can't break your ankle in a field in. <laughs> That's what um, I'm saying. She saw the call sheet and went, oh agricultural i think yeah. i'll wear my high heel <laughs> wedges this sounds perfect and, and, they were and like there was suede or yes. Like yes and there uh-huh. was clear and present butt cheek when she jumped and straddled into his arms it was yes there was terrible it was terrible um then uh, it, carlos didn't get much of much play but i i thought maybe that they should introduce the t- that type of tractor we had the two big water like mm-hmm. tanks on the side Maybe just fill that with booze and bring it to Bachelor in Paradise. Maybe just cruise the thing up and down the beach. <laughs> that would put Wells out of a job, I guess. So, and that, what's the Asian girl? That, I can't remember Yuki her name. Or Yuki. Yuki. Yeah. yeah, that that would be unfortunate. Do you think Carlos <laughs> dug that hole for the rose bush, or was it the ABC intern? I was more upset um, with the root ball being planted so deep into the ground. Now, I don't know anything about planting roses, but I have planted my fair share of small trees and shrubbery. Mm-hmm. And you always leave the root ball um, three to four inches above the ground when you water it. And mm-hmm. they just buried the heck out of that rose bush. So hopefully it'll grow. Exactly. Which is and yes, why the I think ABC Carlos intern was, did uh, it. In- Carlos no. was highly incentive. To dig the hole. Carlos would have known how to dig the hole, which means the ABC intern did it because he just literally dug a hole. Um, are you tired of hearing about Garrett's divorce and the evil ex-wife? Yeah, I thought that was a little bizarre considering the marriage lasted two months. You could tell that the parents weren't much on her, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get that impression that she was sort of a buzzkill. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I always feel a little bit sorry for the absent party in these things because you know there's two sides to every story she can't be that horrible of a person everybody thought so though and everybody was wanting to guard and protect garrett's heart from evil women yes those words were actually used um i thought no one tattooed on their inner forearm so they didn't really mean it no and there wasn't any um any overt threats from any siblings like uh for instance in desiree season one of our favorite of all time Mm -hmm. threats when the crazy brother who was half of Sean Lowe's size Mm -hmm. took him out basically (laughs) called him a fake and semi-threatened him (laughs) probably one of the greatest exercises of restraint I've ever seen in bachelor history Sean Lowe could have like ripped that guy's head off and he didn't (laughs) oh Desiree's brother I love him Um, did you think Garrett was sexy on a tractor like Kenny Chesney sings um, well, you know, Kenny Chesney is one of my pet peeves, so uh, I'll just overlook that. I thought that um, although he did appear to have a pair of appropriate um, work boots on, yes. you know, like little, little boots he got, the, the skinny jeans, you can't wear those with, with boots. You, you can't. can't. It doesn't, doesn't look right. Um, so maybe he, in a pinch, maybe he was, he was torn between, hey, these are my bachelorette jeans, and, and I don't want to go throw on some old 
you know, Wranglers. poorly fitting mm-hmm. jeans. Yeah, something like that. So um, he apparently grew up on the farms, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But um, he looked comfortable there. There's, there's something um, – there's a song that uh, this band I used to go see in college all the time sings. Um, and uh, the chorus is, you're always 17 in your hometown. True. And, uh, you know, that, that feeling of going home and you always feel like you're, you know, your insecure self in high school. And, um, but there's always something, um, different about these guys and girls when they go to their hometown and get showed off. So I thought that that was neat. Have you ever driven a tractor? I have actually driven a tractor. Um, mm-hmm. not, not one that big. Um, have you ever driven a tractor with a girl sitting on your lap as you drove said tractor? Well, there were so many, you know, as an attorney, first of all, um, I, you know, it's just cringeworthy. First of all, they weren't even buckled into that large piece of farm equipment when they're planting the tomatoes. Right. <laughs> um, someone could have easily gotten their romper sucked into one of those tomato things. Um, Lost a wedge. They'd be, they'd be harvesting the... rompers four months from now. There'd be a field of rompers. Um, so, uh, in bachelorettes apparently but um mm. so yeah that was that was a little dangerous and then um you know the, the blindly driving the tractor um across the field while making out with a woman sitting on your lap is probably there's probably a specific warning in the user's manual for that i don't know i've done it a couple of times <laughs> <laughs> what could happen farm equipment accidents those are rare why don't you tell the people why you don't like kitty chesney there's dude that's a whole different podcast i mean that i could go on um i just think he's a little sawed off just i just can't stand him he just he's one of those guys i don't know who it would be for you but you just look at and he just annoys me um kenny chesney i will say uh apparently in his real life is uh, a charitable guy and i respect that but mm. i just don't care for his music you don't think his tractor's sexy i make a little room and she climbs on up Open up a throttle and stir a little dust Just look at her face She ain't a fool in me She thinks my tractor's sexy It really turns her on Quick question. Did you feel like her relationship progressed as a result of being the family? Stayed the same or yeah. took a step back? That is a great question. I feel like it was the exact same. I feel like yep. they sat down again. They talk about the ex-wife again. She meets the family, and they're great, and they don't break my kid's heart. And then he says, I really like you, and she left. Other than the romper and almost dying in a tractor incident, that was about it for me. Now, I have an observation, and uh-huh. then we can move on. Here's my prediction. Okay. I, I think he wins it all. No. Because mm-hmm. she said, quote, he reminds me exactly of my father. Mm-mm. Nope. Yep. That's my prediction. That's mm. what that made up my mind for me. Okay. Well, not me. And here's okay. the reason why. Because the next step is Jason and they're in Buffalo, not in Chicago, like we remembered incorrectly. And mm-hmm. he calls himself a Buffalonian. Do you think that's a real word? You know, like uh, down here, uh, I'm sure on East Texas. Because Houstonian is a real word. Yeah, Bostonian is a word. Buffalonian makes sense. There's a huge um, uh, building here in town called the Austonian. Yeah. 
Um, so I mean, maybe I that's correct. It is. I guess it is. The, most of the buffalo here in Texas, you know what they, they use and they make buffalo burgers out of? They're actually beefalo. It's oh. a buffalo made with a cow. Oh. And so, yeah, so if beefalo is a word, I think buffalo. <laughs> can definitely be a word. Didn't, Science. Wasn't Purple Rain? Didn't Prince discover her? <laughs> Come on, that's a good, that is a good joke. There's plenty of people that did not hesitate to laugh when I dropped that. <laughs> Buffalonia 6? Come on, I could go on forever. Let's not. Um, I, hear, I, I would like to say that I would be mortified if I was ever taken to a date where you have to eat chicken wings as fast as you can. In front of a crowd? Oh my gosh, I would die. Well, I don't yeah, eat meat off the little... bone. So A, B, gross. C, no, thank you. D, it's too much. It's way too much. I felt like he was, I felt like he was trying too hard. And by the yes. way, the meat off the bone thing, just get it over that. You're I a carnivore. Won't. No, I won't. I won't get over it. I won't. Ugh. What bothers you about it? It's like cannibalism. It's like you're eating, I don't know, off a bone. Can't, that would be if it was a human leg, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but not a little chicken nope. leg. Mm-mm. 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 Did you especially know? Especially like a Cornish game hen where it's all together and you see the little wings and the little belly and the little, uh-uh, no. You know what's bizarre to me? You ever had a turducken? No, gross. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's really weird. But if you open it up, it's like a turkey stuffed inside a duck with a hen stuffed inside that. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I mean, why would they just stuff all that together? And here, yeah, here's the thing. Who thought of that? Who thought, well, I'm going to stick this in here. Somebody <laughs> with a lot of spare parts <laughs> laying around the slaughterhouse. <laughs> oh, food eating contest. What are your thoughts about them? How many have you won? No, that was, uh, I've never, I've, I've been like, um, like I've been, I went to this bar in Vegas one time where you had to turn over a, um, what do they call it? An hourglass and drink a beer in seven seconds. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah. A pint of beer. Did you and, puke? Uh, no, I didn't get through it. I, I, I never could chug anything. Like I just, some people can just pour it down their throat or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was never good at that, but I did that. That's as close as I ever came to any, any contest like that. I've never been, you know, a beer funnel guy or a binge eater. I just, it doesn't appeal to me. And if you've ever watched the 4th of July hot dog eating Mm-mm. contest, if that doesn't make Mm-mm. you sick in Mm-mm. the first 20 seconds, Mm-mm. there's something wrong with you. So, no, I'm not. a. But I thought that was, um, you know, it is buffalo. Buffalo wings were invented there. Um, but I thought there was a softer way he could have introduced the local, you know, yeah. culture that, that sit her in front of a crowd of people and have her stuff her face. Exactly. And then doing the stupid, oh, I'm going to wipe my wing sauce on your face and I'm going to fling a celery stick at you. Ugh, mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah. No. And then the hockey thing, that was fine. You know, yeah, he, that was that appropriate. Was, yeah. And he could skate, which is pretty attractive. That worked for Rocky. Remember Rocky took Adrian to the hockey he ring? He did, yes. Very good. Have you ever won yeah. any contest? Probably the most memorable that comes off the top of my head is my ex-girlfriend in college and I won an Elvis and Priscilla lookalike contest um, on Halloween one time. Oh. And I went full jumpsuit. Um, <laughs> that's back when I had a lot of hair, and I dyed it jet uh, blue-black mm-hmm. and uh, greased it up pretty good with a lot of hairspray. And um, for one night and only, I was the king. Did you wear sunglasses? I did. Mm-hmm. I, had, I ordered a pair online, uh, some Elvis sunglasses, of which I have to this day. 
and uh, I won $100 on Halloween. Do you still have the jumper? I had to return that. But I did go to, uh, uh, I took my mom and my sister to Graceland for a Christmas present last year because mm-hmm. my mom is a big Elvis fan. And uh, they have these these shops in there where you can actually get a custom-made jumpsuit um, from the guy that or the company that actually made Elvis's jumpsuits. Um, and the things start at like $2,800 and go all the way up to like 7500 bucks for one of those. Yeah. And people I are buying them. Yeah, I thought about it. I still oh, might. you were one. Okay. <laughs> I, might, I might. I got that number in my phone. One of these nights, I'm just going to be like, you know what? Screw it. Oh. And then I had to walk out of the bedroom and I go, hey, look what I bought. <laughs> Amazon Prime it right to your door. That's great. Exactly. I think um, Jason's mom was really pretty. I think that, again, that family had very smart, wise advice and counsel to give Jason meaning mm-hmm. have you told her that you like her and he mm-hmm. basically said no I haven't done that yet and the brother said well the runway is short time's a ticking you better do that so I thought that was yeah. smart and then they shared a romantic kiss in the snow afterwards so it was a solid date and let me tell you where you said you thought that there was no chemistry I thought that she was more relaxed with him and she kind of settled into herself and let him take the lead. Everybody that else, my, she says, kiss me and pulls them yeah. up against the wall and all that. But she doesn't do that with Jason. Well, that might have been my confirmation bias, you know, because I, I was convinced going in that he was the one that was going to be going home. And I guess maybe I let that get in the way, but I read mm-hmm. it differently. Okay. Well, do you, I still, let's go back to, he reminds me of my deceased father. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's God. That's huge. I'm telling you, that's, that's why I think Garrett's going to be the winner now. Oh, I just don't see it. But maybe they're doing some great editing because, you know, you mentioned Sean Lowe earlier that they they had to edit the crap out of that season because there was so much chemistry with him and Catherine. So maybe they're doing oh, the I same with Garrett. I have no idea. Mm. Okay, third guy up is Blake. This is yeah. first trip to Colorado. He has a um, all the emotions. He's a feeler. He makes her traipse through the snow to get to him in some gazebo mm-hmm. or covered in, bridge. In those same shoes, in same those shoes, same by shoes. The way. and in jeans that were distressed denim with holes in it. She mm-hmm. just wasn't thinking carefully with um, her wardrobe choices. But he tells her a very sad story about his high school. Now, at first, he takes her to the high school, and I'm thinking, "Come on, Blake, you're probably." 22 years old, fresh out of high school, you need to get past these football glory days. And then I remember, oh, wait, he's 28. And then I feel really bad because he says there was a school shooting his senior year, and that kind of helped form who he was along with his parents' divorce. So there was a lot of feelings and emotions, which I think turned Becca a little bit, thinking, well, maybe he's not as immature as I thought he was, or maybe he's not as goofy as I thought he was. He's got some depth. But then he also, you know, they bust through these double doors into some auditorium and none other than Betty Who is on the stage. Uh, do you remember my text? <laughs> That's when you're supposed to go, who? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Betty Who. Yeah, yeah I do um, remember who... your text. It was naughty. So we can't repeat yeah. it on a family yeah. show. Yeah, there was an F word in it. Sorry. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. But I, I have never. Me neither. I mean, she looked, first of all, wherever she's from, Whoville, apparently. Right. That's why I said, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a distant cousin. She, 
Yeah, she uh, apparently forgot her pants. Yes, um, as Becca did. And, Trend. Yeah, but I was she. Is she here's, a pop singer? Here's the deal. I don't know who Betty Who is. I had never heard of Betty Who. What I do know is that Becca sang every word of every song. So yeah, Becca do you think that was gonna, set up where she was like, uh, "Here, here, you got to download this because she's going to be the guest no. this week, and we want you." To- no, I don't. No? I think you think that, she's a, a legitimate Betty Who fan. I think she's a legitimate <laughs> Betty Who fan, and somebody worked it to get Betty Who on the show. To play the giant 140 mm-hmm. person auditorium mm-hmm. in uh, Bailey, mm-hmm. Colorado. Right, the one act play stage exactly. Um, and that, mm-hmm. that that whole performance was just a, a, a you know a auto tuned a lip synced mm-hmm. mess. Yes, it was. Um, and um, Becca seemed to enjoy it though. She so did she did, and that may have given Blake a few props because you know he's he you know he came <laughs> through with Betty Who. Um, let me ask you this. Um, more appealing to you as a, as a woman trying to be wooed and swept off her feet. Okay. A tractor ride, a wing eating contest mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. or a Betty who concert mm-hmm. in the middle of a snowstorm. I'm going to say the tractor. <laughs> <laughs> if you replace Betty who with somebody I know and love, that might that might sway me a bit. Yeah, you don't know. Betty whose band could have been stuck because it was a blizzard that mm, came through. Maybe, maybe Betty Who songs playing while you eat buffalo wings on the back of a on tractor driven by Carlos. Yeah. Yes, because there's that handy bench and I'll wear my shorty yeah. romper and my high heel wedges. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be planting any tomatoes because I don't like those. Hey y'all, it's Lindsay here to tell you about my FabFitFun box full of beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. The one I just received has eight different items and I'm already obsessed with this moisturizer from Pure Lease and a trigger point ball from Maji Sports. I know, I'm loving the fitness part of the box, who knew? The FabFitFun box is retail for $49.99 but always have a value of more than $200. But we've got a deal for you. Use the coupon code GREENBEANS for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. Don't miss out because they sell out fast. Now back to the show. Um, so I thought I thought that Jason's date, he appeared to be trying too hard. I thought Blake just kind of stuck with whatever they told him to do. Mm-hmm. That's like, true. hey, go to your high school. We'll get, you know, we'll have entertainment. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't feel like his family was exceptionally warm. No, because remember that... The, the mom cheated on the dad with the yeah, but, high school English teacher. And then he went back and like teacher. took all of his, in his basketball coach. But then he went back in and talked to all his coaches. And I, I was, I had well, more questions. I, me too. I am under was the that assumption. Was or the coach? Well, there, I, there were two, there was the mom and the dad. And the mom had a man with her and the dad had a woman with her. So I think both of their significant others were there. And one time... It could have been creative editing, but one time Blake looks over at that guy and gives him a look that's like, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. The smarmy looking one with the mom. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm under the assumption that they were both there, the mom and the dad, and then the cheater husband, if she ended up with him. Severe lack of drama, though. There's always, It's always good when somebody melts down. You remember when... Um, Brad Brad Womack took that woman home and they like buried a bird or something yes. or had some kind of they buried a bird and then one guy during Jesse Palmer's season the dad was cleaning his gun 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then another time, remember when Brad went to um, Desiree? Is it De- not Desiree's? Who, who's the girl that gained all, all the weight during the season? <laughs> that that what was her name? Deanna. You remember she was Deanna. Deanna. She was all. You remember when he went to? No, no, not Deanna Pappas. The, the one that um, in Emily Maynard's season when he went with the dad. The dad had like that homoerotic sculpture, the naked guy oh, holding up the. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? What that was, was that her was gold. Name? That really was. Yeah. I meant Desiree's they, brother, Deeny Baby's yeah. dad. We've had some yeah. great stuff. Um, yeah. So I just I was a severe lack of that. They're all nice people, but I just was wanting some drama, and I didn't get any. Well, the good news is the fourth date was Colton's, and he. We'll talk about this in a minute, but he took her. Let's go shopping for the kids in the cystic fibrosis <laughs> wing. And yeah, that was all sweet and great. And that was a, a really good juggernaut part of the date. But then they go meet the family and Colton outs himself to his mom that he's a virgin. Mm-hmm. That may not necessarily been labeled as dramatic, but I was behind the couch cushion screaming pineapple because that's my safe word. And I just thought, please stop talking, stop talking, stop talking. It wasn't yeah. as bad as um, Raven's orgasm talk, but it was pretty bad <laughs> of... Him saying that, and then the mom going and telling Becca that mm-hmm. it was too much, well, too much, too much information. I thought that the um, the silky blouse that he had on was too much oh to begin gosh. with. Oh my gosh, what was that? It was some kind of like Fay Ray, you know, King it Kong like dress. Cloth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't it? The, the shroud of Colton. Yes, it was. <laughs> and did you notice it wasn't really short sleeve, but it wasn't really three quarter? It kind of hit him right at the elbow crease. I thought that was and it strange. wasn't it wasn't really a tuck in shirt. No, nope. it wasn't really a wearing it out shirt. Nope. It was more. It looked like um. It looked like Betty. It might have been Betty Who's shirt. Oh, it could have been. <laughs> I have to watch the tape again. That might have been. Betty, mm-hmm. Yeah, that might have been Betty Who's um, wardrobe. <laughs> what I did like about um, Colton's cheese date, cloth. That's it perfect. Was... <laughs> Use a piece of cheese and just wrap them in it. <laughs> Um, what I did like about Colton's date is his dad sort of halfway threw him under the bus whenever he said, now he's told you about Tia, right? Which is the greatest foreshadowing ever. And she, and then, yes, he has. And then I I mean, the dad just picks up on it immediately and says, Hey, if you're not into him, cut him loose now because we can't handle this Mm -hmm. further down the road. Are you getting the impression there was more to that relationship than we're being told? Well, that is a great question. And let's just Have you ever been on one there. harmless date with somebody and then told your parents all about it? No. Exactly. And have you ever spent 24 hours with somebody and then fell in love? I mean, maybe that happens. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But still, yeah. from yeah. her end, she hasn't been able to stop. Think We're talking about Tia now. We learned that Tia hasn't been able to stop thinking about Super. Colton. Super, super selfish. I thought oh, that was so selfish of her absolutely. to interject herself. Absolutely. You know, you, you missed your chance. Mm-hmm. You're moving on. And, you know, oh, look out. He's on The Bachelorette. Now you get to interfere with it. And um, so is it time for me now to talk about the yes, big internet conspiracy? I want that to hear. Out? Yes. So the theory is, is that the family liked Tia and, they, and, and Colton mm. really liked Tia. And there were some conversations that if he could get um, – um, on Bachelor in Paradise that she was going to and they could fall in love in Bachelor in Paradise. Ooh. So he 
deliberately sabotaged his own deal and she deliberately sabotaged him with Becca in hopes that they would end up on The Bachelor in Paradise. But he's not on Paradise, is he? Oh, uh, oh, oh what, what did Bart Simpson used to say? Oh, contraire, mo frere. I think he? he's gonna be. Yeah, I think he's gonna be in paradise. Don't that's you fine. think they that's, would have introduced that by now? They would have said something. That's a surprise. <gasps> Listen, here's my prediction. He is gonna be all bummed out because all these guys show up, and she's still thinking about Colton. And guess what? Uh-uh. In his cheesecloth shirt um, <laughs> and hopefully a seasonally appropriate pair of board shorts, he's gonna wander in with that dopey look on his face and say, "Hey, I'm here for the Tia," Mm-mm. and they're gonna fall in love and get married. Wow. And yeah, she would, she's probably sniffing around grocery store Joe and then grocery store Joe's heart gets broken because Colton comes exactly. running in on day four. Oh, exactly. I just don't know. Yeah, that that's the theory. That awesome though. So I, I had my, my pick was, um, what did I say? Garrett, Blake and Colton. And then Jason goes home this week. Yeah. But I became convinced for a short period of time that Colton would be a top two. Really? Um, yeah, I just I've been all over this season. I don't know, but then now I'm convinced because of the father comment that Garrett wins. Mm, I'm still I'm still team Jason. I do want to read you my mom what she texted me last night. Um she said I think the attractive virgin is going home. <laughs> <laughs> Then she said, "Former football player, current attractive virgin." She's going to pick the shiny mobster boy. That's Jason. That would be Jason, I believe. Yeah. She's not going to pick the one who just got divorced, and she's never going to live on a farm. So wow. she forgot okay, so... about Blake. <laughs> yeah. She likes the but shiny Becca mobster boy. She said she's in love with them. She did. She did. That's why I think it's Blake and Jason as the last two men standing. I think it's Blake and um, uh, Garrett. Garrett. Mm. And I think Garrett gets the nod. Okay. I just do. So let me, let's talk about this. Next week is Thailand where things get hot mm-hmm. and heavy. That's not a euphemism for fantasy suites because they're literally sweating in all of the promos. But you see her on the bed. She has taken to her bed because she is so overwhelmed with emotion. And she sits up and says, I can't believe I did to him what Ari did to me. Yep, blindsides him. Who? Boom. She's going to tell him. How? Tell him she Betty tells Blake who? she loves him. Mm-hmm. She tell. <laughs> <laughs> I think Betty who will play the wedding <laughs> probably mm-hmm. yeah with the Baja men are going to open up mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. maybe Dan and Shay will show oh, up Dan plus Shay yes yeah. mm-hmm. um the band but, uh, train look <laughs> god <laughs> okay keep going what do you think you think she tells somebody she loves them and then has to yes. send them home it's just as easy as that it's nothing that happens in the moment you think, think all of that home. was after rose ceremony? Well, look, I mean, th- there's always something a little filthy about the fantasy date show. You mm-hmm. know, you just can't shake it that, you know, it's a week's time, three overnight dates. And you always want to pull number one from yeah. the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. And just go, look, you know, get it done and um, enjoy your flight home because, you know, uh, you're done. So I think next week, I think first guy, Jason. 
I think okay. second guy. Second guy. I love that you're predicting Garrett. the order. Keep going, Jason. <laughs> second guy. Garrett, second guy, Blake. Garrett. I think Blake's a little too emotional to go third. Nope. I think Blake goes third, but I think she dumps him before she gets to the fantasy suite because she's made up her mind of what she wants to do. Oh. This is pure speculation, by the way. I'm, I'm sure that yeah, someone Yeah, we don't do spoilers. Is, we don't do spoilers. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Oh, my gosh. Um, that would be freaking really brilliant. But I think it's going to be Garrett instead of Blake. I don't know, man. We'll see. But, I you think know, I'm, I, I will say, though, I will say this. Blake, the word panic attack was used, and he's very emotional. And you know how they talked about this girl who broke his heart? And I thought, where have I been? When did this girl break his heart that they keep bringing up over and over and over and over and over again? And so I don't know if that's going to scare her away, thinking, I don't know if Garrett's ready for all of this because he seems a little out there but you know he he baits in his emotions and he flings them all over her and it's great she likes um, it i i have no prediction on how he goes home other than what i just said i think that she spares him the fantasy sweet night well mm. now in my opinion you know that should be his big reward and then she should send him <laughs> home but you know if it's in a tent maybe yurt, she can spare mm-hmm, him the tent in the sand right? Sure, but, sure. you know, it is probably, you know, that's a good point. In Thailand, mm-hmm. it's likely to be in some sort of yurt type of yeah. structure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hot, hot, sticky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you like Thai food? I would not there, say, yes, I love Thai food. Would I eat Thai a, food? Sure. Is there a Thai food place in um, your hometown? No, in Hallsville? <laughs> <laughs> Does the sushi at the gas station count? Is there really sushi at the gas station? Oh, I'm so, sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. No, All right. I went to this no uh, Thai place. I was in. Uh, I was driving through Louisiana one time, and I went to uh, this gas station, and then went in, and like on one side they had like plumbing supplies and Radio Shack type of stuff, mm-hmm. and then they had um, like middle store. They had fireworks and liquor. Oh. And then on the on the other side of Great the store, combo. they had a restaurant with basically everything you can imagine fried, mm-hmm. and it was a buffet. And I thought, you yeah. know, this is welcome to Louisiana. <laughs> you get across that Sabine River, stuff starts to get a little weird. <laughs> well, during Fourth of July this year, I had to tell my cousin Scott. He needed some earthworms to go fishing. And Mm -hmm. I said, okay, you're going to go down Main Street till you get to the Bobcat Grocery. Mm -hmm. It's a little gas station. And you go in, and under the milk, there are cartons of worms. It's on the bottom row to the right, between the milk and the beer. Mm -hmm. That's that's a logical place for them. Right, Um, in the cooler. Probably pick up some shotgun shells and a dirty book while you're over there. You you also need to open up the container and wiggle your finger around in there to make sure they're alive and not frozen. Mm -hmm. I I never preferred worms, though. I always liked minnows when I went fishing. Mm, Okay. As far as the rose ceremony goes, another Mm -hmm. favorite part was all the boys showing up. Becca is, while the boys are showing up, Becca is just very tragically roaming up and down her balcony. There was no way for her to pull a mesnet because the balcony hit her neck area, mm-hmm. so she couldn't properly I, pull I a mesnet. I noticed that, too. It was uh, very, very, um, very safety-minded. It was. They don't want anybody falling over. Safety first. 
And Mm -hmm. she was contemplating who she's going to pick and what is she going to do about this Tia situation because she doesn't want to pick a boy over her friend. I call BS on that. I don't think Tia is a good friend of hers. Anyway, as the boys are walking up, did you notice how short their pants were? This is a thing. Blake looked like um, he had washed those in hot Uh um, after buying the wrong size in the first place. I mean. And then the the red bow tie. Um, I mean, what, who is he, Urkel? I know, not a wise choice. Jason, Jason's hit him around high water area, and he had chartreuse socks on, so that was fancy. Colton, mm-hmm. his were his were where they needed to be. But my favorite part was he has a private audience with Harrison <laughs> because. Did you, did you see the, the meme of Harrison's face? I'll yes. have to send it to you. There's a picture. So good. Harris is looking at him like, holy <laughs> shit, did you just ask me that? Because it's fantasy sweet man next week, and he needs to know what is expected of him in the, the fantasy favorite, suite. Goes, the Harrison goes, um, uh, just to clarify, are you uh, worried about being intimate with Becca? I mean, <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah. Hey, So that if that you was had the, to uh, ask somebody how to do this, wouldn't Harrison yeah. be the proper person to walk you through the mechanics? I think so. No, I think she probably could have asked Caitlin, or he could have asked Caitlin back when she was roaming around the mansion giving advice. She's an expert at that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Or maybe just, you know, call Nick. What's his face? Nick. He slept yeah. with everybody. That's right. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Harrison would be a good, he'd be a good, good person he'd to help kind of talk through. it out with. Yeah, yeah. in a he'd nice talk way. It out. That's right. right. So then yeah. she ends up. The first name out of the gate is Blake. And the people I was watching with, we had this huge reaction. Because that was my favorite part. We probably had 10 people with me. And we went around mm-hmm. before who's going home, who's going home. Everybody picked somebody different. Yeah. No, it, honestly, there wasn't. I mean, yes, there wasn't any kind of half picked him yeah. and half picked him. And we all knew so-and-so was going home. That yeah. wasn't the case at all. Yep. Yeah. So I think... Um, I think Blake was, there's something I'm missing emotionally. She's clearly said she was this huge attraction. She actually said she's in love with him this week, but there's got to be something that, yeah. th- that ruins it for her next week. Yeah. I think it's going to be him not being able to rein it in. He's just going to be too, too much for her. You want to hear a funny story? Yes. Um, always. So, okay. So I was, this is back. Um, this is, I think I knew you during this time or it was like right when we first met. So this is what, 10 years ago, maybe. Uh-huh. And uh, I was single and, um, I was dating. And so this one, um, woman who used to work in my office, I ran into her one night after she had, um, played a softball game and was with her team in like this bar we go to. And we started talking and she said, how come you never asked me out? And I said, you know, I never thought you were interested. She says, well, I'm telling you I am interested. And, um, I said, well, that's great. Let's go out, you know, next week or whatever. So it's kind of had this moment like, oh, this is on, you know, like this could, could be cool. And so <laughs> I asked her out um, and she said, okay, just call me next week and we'll figure it out. And so I called her a few times, no answer, no answer. Um, I texted her, no answer. And I thought, this is weird. She, she's the one that approached me. So she, <laughs> she calls me back the day before the date. And uh, she says, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to cancel on you. And I said, oh, well, that's fine. We'll just reset it. And she goes, no, 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 no. Um, 
I had this really weird dream about you <gasps> and I just want you to know that um, that's happened to me before what? and I'll never get past it. Um, I'm not ever going to be able to date you. <laughs> what did you do yeah. in her dream? I don't know. I, I don't weirdo. know. I asked her. Yeah, I don't know. So that, that was it. So it was like total Seinfeld. Weird. Yeah, and I'm still to this day friends with her. I still run into her occasionally and just, you know, we're very friendly, but um, the day never happened because she apparently had some kind of weird dream She's about me. paranoid around you. But but here's the tie-in, though. Okay. Um, don't you, you're a woman, right? Yes. Um, I think we confirmed that last <laughs> week, too, but um, don't you think, is, isn't there like a point you get to where sometimes just a comment or a look or something can just ruin everything for you? Yes, that is so very think, true. And I think that goes both ways as well. But there's there's it something does. that there's something about saying a negative thing or saying a weird thing and you kind of tick 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 down mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then it takes a little while to build it back up to where you even were. It's not like one mm. thing gets you back up normal. But I'm telling you, it works in the opposite direction too, because there was a guy I knew that I was kinda like, Meh. and then he did something that was very attractive that I wasn't expecting. And he went way up in my book. Like what? Was he doing chin-ups on the pergola or something? <laughs> and you can't pick up? Something like that? Eating lunch meat constantly? Something like that? <laughs> he ate that sushi from the gas station. And I thought, there, well, there's a man right there. He did, he did get sick, right? <laughs> she likes the way it's pulling while we're tilling up a land. Hey, thank y'all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes. It really helps a lot. And don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, at your favorite retailer. And also one of our show sponsors, Digital Lemonade. If you need help creating a website, refreshing a website, or maintaining a website, this is the group for you. Simply Google Digital Lemonade to learn more or visit my website for a direct link. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. One more teeny weeny ride before I take her home. She thinks my tractor's sexy.